So nowadays, people throw around that acronym OG. You know, they throw it around a lot, but they've never done anything gangster-like in their life. Well, my next guest, uh, she's been around, and uh, she's actually spent some time in jail and some time in the cage, and she's the lightweight champ of Dynasty Combat Sports and most recently fought um, an Olympic gold medalist at PFL. This woman has attitude with a capital A and can definitely talk shit. Kind of reminds me of like Nick Diaz. I'd like to welcome the number one headbuster. Hey, 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 this is Evolve Women's MMA. And I'm your host, Shelly Devine. So for, for our listeners, I, I want to welcome Josette Cotton. She's um, a lightweight fighter, and she just recently fought at PFL out in Atlantic, Atlantic City, right? Is that where the fight was? Yep. Yeah. And uh, she fought uh, Kayla Harrison. And um, a lot of people want to know, like, what did you, I mean, they kind of stopped the fight. <laughs> referee stopped yeah. the fight. What the that fuck? was bogus. It was bogus. You Your know, eyes were it, wide open. You were like, wide I'm open. looking at her. He came over. I'm looking at him like, what the fuck? You know, so, you know, it is what it is. It's, it's always politics to it. So, you know, all I can do is what I can, try to appeal the decision. Um, everybody saw the fight. Uh, we know we were losing. So, you know, taking the L it has never been a problem for me. But when you do it in the fashion, that's that that not only the, the the people in the world saw with their own eyes, not only um, that we can't, you know, it's not one of those things where it just disappeared. It's on you guys' replay. Um, the angles, you, you have several different angles where you can, you can look at that video and see that I'm wide the fuck awake. Yeah. Um, I'm in that fight. Um, so I'm, I'm taking nothing away from her. But an L is an L. But a TKO is totally different L than a regular L. So to, to have somebody finish you when you know you ain't never been finished a day in your fucking life is, is really, you know, uh, you got finished by the ref. It, it, you it's irritating, you know, ref, not by Kayla. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's just, you, you replay it over and over again. Like there's no fucking way. Oh yeah. Did you, did you feel, um, as though she did dominate the fight though? Um, every round, every round. So, so to get a TKO for nothing, is 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 mind-boggling to me again we all saw that she was winning so yeah. let her win you know what i mean don't the, no, the, there's never been a time where a referee had to come in and do anything in my fight i don't need no fucking help i don't i don't need nothing i don't need no saving i don't need anything you know what i mean i come to bring the fight i always come to bring a fight and there's wow. never uh there's never been a fight on or in or out of the octagon that i've needed help so when he got in there and i didn't need no fucking help he almost got slept you know what I mean? Almost <laughs> took his ass down. <laughs> I, you, I, I mean, I couldn't believe it. I, I just was like, what? I mean, you were moving and everything. It was so flipping. I mean, maybe he thought uh, you had a flash knockout or something, but it didn't appear to be that way. It, it wasn't even like, I mean, you couldn't from the camera angles, you couldn't see if you actually got hit by her, but it, Oftentimes, it didn't look like she was actually hitting you. Yeah, well, the replay shows exactly that, you know. 
in the live video uh, on the TV, it doesn't. When they do their own replay, which they replayed it, on the angle, they have it perfectly fucking clear. She hit me twice, right immediately when I got on the ground. When I moved, and I moved, she missed both of those punches, and that's the one that he stopped. I slipped to the left, I slipped to the right, and that's when he stopped it. Both of those punches missed it, and that's when he stopped that fight for no reason at all. Yeah, yeah. So um, did did uh, the um, the promoters, I mean, say anything to you? Because, t- you know, like, did they say anything like, oh, we want to have you back? Uh, oh, yeah, that's a definitely they're, – they're, PFL, one thing about them um, that we sat there and talked, uh, they're an amazing uh, organization, and they're, they're all for the women. They're all for the women uh, um, in the heavier weight classes. They're all for the women that are – in their weight class, healthy, um, physically, mentally, um, and they're, they're, they want to bring us girls in there without skin, mm-hmm. all that stuff. They want they want the talent, and they want us to go in there and showcase our stuff without having to do all these drastic weight cuts and all that. So next year, just as well as how they're doing it this year, um, the organization with the guys, they are planning to get us girls together with the same um, – situation and platform the guys got so next year um we as well um hopefully they get it uh you know locked up and sewed up you know sooner than better uh, than later so we could be fighting again for a million dollars a million dollars just like the guys and however many weight classes they you know they get um, hmm. um as far as i know um every person gets two fights and um if they make it uh, their score is high enough they get to make it to the finals for the million dollars so Mm-hmm. We did speak briefly about that after the fight. Um, mm-hmm. When and when they do get um, all the women and ladies situated in the organization, would I like to come back and compete for that? And I tell them, you know, one thing I don't like is silly questions. So, you know, <laughs> you know, you know, you know, I'm coming back. All y'all got to do is say the word. All you got to do is send a contract and I'm there. Simple as that. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. I I can't help but wonder with um with Kayla, they're they're kind of utilizing her her Olympic you know background and her her no her her being kind of you know and a lot of people know who she is globally and using her yeah. as as a person to elevate that platform as they did with Ronda Rousey. You know, yeah. like for the in the UFC, already got fans, already got that. I I just think that one's just a little bit, just a little bit more as far as on the Kayla um, aspect of it, because she went go, uh, because she uh, um, basically she already had everything uh, already established um, for that. You know, um, by herself. You know, the uh, UFC kind of bigged up Ronda and, and kind of built her um, a little bit more in the in the MMA game, which not taken away from Ronda. She had already racked up all her wins and all that good shit. But outside of all that, women were still kind of down, down at the bottom. So, mm-hmm. way period, point blank, her as an Olympian, the world already knew who she was, just like you said. Um, from the jump. So bringing her into MMA was smart and, and easy for them to already be like, oh, shoot, now the world wants to see what she's going to do. So the world's going to tune into that um, association, that channel, that whatever, because we've already seen her um, previously on the big stage, um, 
on TV on that. So to bring her over here, um, in my opinion, would be like Ronda going to WWE. You know, she's already somebody in the USC. So going over there and making money is nothing. So bringing a platform for her in MMA would be nothing. She already has her fans. They're coming with her no matter where she goes. So doesn't matter. If you pick up Kayla, you automatically got a gold mine because she's already out here. She's already our American champ. So we rocking with her no, no matter what. It was it was kind of uh, a cool pair up where you know you're the street wise kid you know the 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 OG <laughs> if you, you don't mind me saying and yep. and you got you know the sweetheart of America judo chick <laughs> and I mean talk about I I mean I it kind of you wish they kind of put a little bit more spin on that because it was such a like you know yeah it, different I mean. It's going to be like next year. I think next year is when all the women's promotion is going to go up. You know, they know what they're doing. So, you know, she got the big name. They're doing all that good stuff. But just like with the guys and they did their things and their their stuff, you'll know exactly. Um, I think PFL will make it um, exactly known which each woman <coughs> will bring <coughs> and promote them properly. Um, in the meantime, mm. I don't think um, – I mean, they could have if you worked a little harder. But, you know, in three weeks, they could have, you know, conquered up something and, and did something. But at the end of the day, I mean, they really didn't have to. They had their golden girl. They know what they what they needed. They that All they needed to promote was her, and, and all eyes was going to be tuned in. So um, at the end of the day, I'm just happy and blessed to be the, the second name on that. So while that bitch was famous, I got really famous outside of being famous from already doing MMA. Now the world knows who the fuck I am because of Kayla. So, I mean, here and there, you know, we, we all gained something from this experience. So um, they put me on the map um, as far as the world world and uh, all the rest of the MMA fans or Olympian fans or judo fans or jiu-jitsu fans. Everybody that was out there watching her, they got to see me as well. So it was a blessing to be in there um, with our um, American champion. Yeah, it's it's really I ha, I mean I don't really recall seeing a lightweight fight with women in it. Like I haven't seen no nobody's really seen too many of them, especially no. televised. Yeah. And and um to see you both move and then drop in those heavy bombs. I mean, it was scary to watch <laughs> cuz I was like somebody's going to go out. And and um Really would have liked to have seen it go the full length of, of you know, the, the, the third round. Would have totally preferred yeah. that. Yeah. But, um, I mean, what, what were your, your thoughts going in? What was your game plan going into that fight, fighting a judoka? And, and uh, you know, it was knowing just, that she's going to try and take you down. Yeah, just stay away uh, was my game plan. Stay away. Uh, I kind of got a little too tall. Um, with my base. Um, and then when she came in that motherfucker, we didn't expect to do, uh, her to do any takedowns, um, wrestling style. We, we thought, uh, she would try to throw me all upper body and all that. So that's what, um, I was mainly looking for. So when she came in, you know, tackled me like a football player, that, that shit caught me off guard. I'm like, Oh shit, here I go. I'm flying. So, uh, yeah, I just, um, I just, um, uh, prepared myself for the upper body throws or, or traditional judo throws. Um, 
just thinking, getting used to her just doing it and then watching her um, fight with um, Elgin. You know, I just figured, you know, that's what it, that's what she would would have done. Um, so yeah, the two legged takedowns um, and her rushing me really caught me off guard. Um, you know, the the time I try to get up um, a couple times, um, uh, one of them inside trips, she kind of like popped my knee out. So when I was trying to get from under, um, I, I couldn't really base out on that left foot. So just like, fuck, you know, once I did do my little scramble, I did. It was like, fuck, I wasn't quick enough to get, I, I couldn't get on my legs quick enough to get all the way, all the way up. So it was like, fuck, now I got to pull her back to the guard, um, side control, um, try to do something, something like that because I, I wasn't, I wasn't able to, to get back to that, get back on my knee fast enough, quick enough to get all the way off my feet to, you know, keep it standing. So, you know, the little scrambles that I did get, I was like, fuck, I can't even do shit with it. You know, grab her again, just, you know, grab her, hold her, you know? So, you know, we, we did, we, we, we prepared, I think, um, in the amount of time that we had, um, the best we could. I mean, um, I didn't expect to, you know, to get my knee popped so early. I, you know, I had my knee braces on, you know, I, 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 if I get too flat footed or something that like that, my knees, they tend to roll. So I want to make sure I was, you know, totally on that. I want my knee braces, all that good stuff. Um, my ankles I do as well. If you get too flat footed on your ankles, you can roll your ankles when you try to try to throw something too hard. I'll fucking twisting my own ankles out. So, you know, I, I, I thought about everything, um, in there to, to, shut what she got down as well as, you know, um, being careful with things that I know I, I, I tend to do if I try to do something and I'm flat footed or something, I don't want to, you know, go in there and mess myself up. So, I mean, um, I came in there with the game plan that I should have. Um, so I think, um, I wouldn't take anything away from the game plan that I had now, um, and use it the same way that I, um, would do it when I fight Kayla again. Um, it's just going to be the same thing. Stop what she's trying to do. Um, keep her on the outside. Uh, use my boxing. Use my footwork to keep her away. Um, hopefully, um, I can, you know, I'm, my knees don't mess with me in the second second fight. And, um, you know, there's no no popping, no, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm light on my feet. I'm, I'm, I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. And, you know, people actually get to see my groundwork. My scramble was a little bit better, you know. Um, it was just after that second round, it was just like, no, I just knew I couldn't put the pressure that I needed to on, on my left knee. And, you know, I was kind of depending on that right one to just say, you know, hold me through. And then next thing I know, I was in the air again. Like, fuck. Yeah. Down now, goes Josie again. Yeah. And that's for our listeners. You were injured prior to a fight earlier this year that you had scheduled. Did you, did you have to drop out of that with um, um, Marissa Pender or something like that? Was that that correct? Yeah. 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 I, uh, I rolled my knee um, uh, coming out of the hot tub girl. I'm getting out of the hot tub and I just fucking slip on the bottom step of this hot tub and I roll my knee, go to the emergency right next to uh, our fucking, um, uh, our, our gym, Lifetime Fitness, we, I went to the emergency that we had over there, and I'm like, oh, shit, you know, I heard something pop, you know, so, oh, took an x-ray, no bones, da-da-da. Um, at the time, you know, the doctor didn't need, um, say anything else that, you know, this, that, I told her what I could do. She told me which way or every direction that I should be fine, gave me a knee brace, 
three weeks later, I was a-okay, back to training, feeling good, feeling like 100%. Um, I can't tell you exactly what happened in the fight that did it. I just know that something tweaked. <clears throat> I don't know if it was the end of the first round or sometime in the second round. Um, I heard something pop um, while she was taking me down. And, you know, and I kind of just was like, you know, don't show, you know, that you're hurt, it, but, it, you know, just hold her. All I could think of in my head was, fuck, we just got to hold this bitch because, you know, <laughs> I, don't, I don't think I don't think we're going to be able to get off this ground, you know, with one knee. And as, and, and as you know, strong and as athletic that she is, mm-hmm. there's no way that I, I would wouldn't have been able to get to my feet, you know, with just one of them with one knee. So, you know. I just try to stay wise and try to just keep my hands on her, keep myself in a good position mm-hmm. to where she's not, you know, too much killing me with dominance. And then I'm looking real, real bad. Yeah. Um, the mount, you know, um, in the second round, I was at least able to, to get her in the full guard. Right. But um, after that, like the end of the first round, when she got that fucking uh, full mount and went for that arm, bar, I was like, oh, shit. I that had was that up. was serious business. Everybody was like, "I can't believe she didn't get it," because it looked it looked like she was really like yanking on your arm. Yeah, she hyperextended my shit. But you know, I, I, all I thought to myself was, "Bitch, you are not Brittany Elkin. You are not going out in the first round. It's not fucking happening. It's not fucking happening." Yeah. My team told me how many fucking seconds it was. I put that foot in there. Get the fuck off of me and let me out of here. Let me out. Let me out. <laughs> I, I was like don't tap whatever you do you got five seconds don't tap and yep my they, team kept they kept and yelling then they, and then they like robbed you like I, I was like oh the ref like gave her that you know like I was like oh my god at least if it went to decision it's like you know I mean we take the L anyway yeah. we take it anyway yeah let it go though if it, but you still there was still what four more minutes or something left of the round I was like oh my gosh anything could have happened <laughs> you know? yeah dragged oh. it yeah yeah um well I, I mean I know that they're you know the referees their ultimate goal is to keep you, you the fighters safe I mean maybe from his angle he couldn't see what was happening to you so um i i often think sometimes they stop a fight a little prematurely because it's women for the women women you know and that referee is is not really i mean nobody really probably knows him in how many you know like in how many how many female fights has he refed who knows right but um yeah um so your knee is it is it fine? I mean, like after that fight, have you had it checked out or? Is yeah, it- I'm going to get an MRI with it when I get home. Um, I'm thinking it's a um, without the X-ray. Um, it looks like the nurse is saying she probably think it's a torn meniscus or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, being that I'm still able to walk and all that good stuff. Um, so I just got it. I just keep it iced up, wrapped up. Um, it's uh, swollen. Mm. So got my little Advil to keep the swollen down. It's been icing it up. Um, I get an MRI right when I get home. Uh, they'll check his nose out. Um, they think it's a minor fracture on a uh, baby fracture, like I told her. Yeah, um, black I don't think blue. I don't think my nose is broke. You know, um, yeah. being I, I just my body is, is is you know your body protects you. So you know I I told her I I took major knees from Bobby Joe and my knee wasn't broke and my nose wasn't broke. So there's no way that my nose is broke, but yeah. Um, she told me that she did see a baby, a uh, baby fracture, 
that that's gonna heal up on its own. Like I like I said, like I thought, um, nothing that nobody can do about it. They just check it up. I go to see the orthopedic doctor just to see the fracture that's gonna heal on its own. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's basically it. So check up with them, make sure everything's a okay, and uh, um, hopefully, it, you know, if I do need surgery on this knee, that uh, it's not too long um, that I'm out. Because uh, I, I need to get back in the game plan. Uh, Two nineteen is around the corner, and I need a million dollars. Yes, don't we all? <laughs> Except you're working. <laughs> you're working for it. <laughs> yeah, bodily <laughs> taking bodily harm for a million bucks. <laughs> so that fight with Bo- you fought Bobby Joe. Oh. So you fought Bobby Joe. When was that fight? I didn't. See that. I fought Bobby Joe uh, 2015 for the 15, 16, 2016, uh, December, uh, December. So it was a couple mm, years. I don't know. And, September, and maybe. Is that your only loss or is Oh, that- no, October. No. Yeah, that was my first loss. Kayla Harrison is my, own, is my second loss. And and how did you lose to Bobby Joe? Decision. Decision. Okay. Yeah, I just needed a ref- we all needed a refresher on that one. Um, yeah, because um, I know some people are wondering um, where she might be the next opponent for maybe Kayla, just to give her someone else before you know. Now we're going to get into the cyborg stuff. <laughs> And and the tough twenty what tw- tough twenty eight show. I know you tried out tried out for that. I interviewed a bunch of the women. I think uh, the show airs sometime. Is it already on or is it it's starting in September? Sometime this month, I'm this sure. Month, the end of the month or something because yep. I haven't seen yep. any, any promotions for it. Um, what are your thoughts on on uh, featherweight division for the for the UFC? They bogus as fuck. UFC is bogus. They bogus. They don't want no further way as far as I'm concerned. They went out there. Um, I don't know. I, I felt like we were little monkeys in the damn zoo. They went out there just to see us, to look at us, and then walk home, you know, they, you know, mm. pay for us to be there. You know, it's just the opposite, you know. Yeah. You know, we had to get there. You know, good thing, you know, you know, nothing bad about that. You know, I enjoyed my stay. My stay was one of the best experiences that we had, but to go out there and tell us y'all gonna have featherweights and then have fucking fifty thousand one thirty fivers and all that extra stuff was just it, it it was just like why'd you do all that? You know? Y'all y'all knew who was one forty five, y'all knew who and y'all know what we brought to the table. So why'd you go do all that just to to do something different? Like I don't I don't I didn't get it. Yeah. I don't think anybody gets it. Like you know <laughs> <laughs> why they did that um even even you know chris cyborg's been pretty public about you know her thoughts on it you know and for her to have a fight it's it doesn't look like it's going to happen with any of those um probably contenders later on down the road because she's no i, I mean if anybody's I, in there it's only two, two two real featherweights yeah you know and then everybody else is just like Come on, we got zero and zero. What the fuck? No, like it's a lot of it's a lot of lot of things in there that you know they're just not ready, you know, for for side work at at, at that level. It, you know, everybody's skilled, but it's like it's, it's time to go. You know, right when it when it will be time for them to go, 
it looked like any other cyborg fight in the first round. You know, nobody really, we're tired of seeing that shit, you know. Right. We want some shit that, you know, we want some Holly Holmes and motherfucking uh, cyborg. We, we, we're tired of playing games with cyborg and, and, and acting like she's just dominant champ and y'all ain't putting her against no other dominant fighters. You know, that shit is not, it's not cool. We don't, we don't like that. And, you know, as far as real fighters, real fighters don't like that. Real MMA fans, real people like that, we don't, that doesn't impress us. Seeing us, you know, seeing Cyborg knock somebody out that we know she can knock out is, is, is not impressive, you know? So it's like, give us something that we can say, oh, shit, that's why she's Cyborg, you know? Other than that, then we don't know why she's Cyborg, you know? Anybody can be Cyborg when you're setting them up looking like this, you know? Yeah. So... Yeah, it would be interesting to see somebody more in her her weight. Yeah. And and uh see what happens there, you know, because it, we haven't seen that. I mean, there there hasn't been that opportunity in the beginning. They just, you know, there was never the opportunity for women um at that level to fight. I mean, there were, you know, there was, you know, Marlos Kunin. She she actually did very well against Bellator in Bellator. I mean, the only, yeah, um, but now, now it's like, okay, and, and she seems kind of like, you know, done with the UFC, I think. I think, but I wonder if she'll fight if another promotion picks her up, say PFL offers her a fight. or They say, might as well bring her ass to me. I mean, what they waiting on? Dana White don't want me to have her, so somebody better bring her yeah, to me. Yeah, or, you know, Scott Coker at, at, you know, Bellator, I mean, he's always been a great advocate for women's MMA. Yeah. Um, you know, he might, I mean, he might, you know, jump on that kind of thing. And then I, you know, I've seen too, you know, what's going to happen even with Invicta FC? I, you know, Shannon could still, you know, say, Hey, why don't you come here and let's put on a show. They could still do it too. Yep. And I guess it just depends on her with, with, you know, what she, what's going to be best for her. Um, and when's her UFC contract up? You know, those, those are the questions only yeah. she can answer. But, you know, the only thing we, we want to see is her fight real people. That's, yeah. that's it. I think everybody does. Everybody's kind of like would love to see something, you know, more real, realistic, because they're just throwing at her like they, the, some of the last fights. It was like, really, <laughs> you know, really, you you knew how it was going to end. So who's going to pay for that? Nobody. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So um, let's get a little. Let's dive in a little bit about you and your history. If if is that okay? Is that okay subjects to talk about? Like um, yeah, yeah. how you how you started in in martial arts? Oh, uh, I started off uh, just with a friend. Um, we were just sitting poolside. She had been watching some local fighters here, um, and had basically mentioned to me that I could you know stop fighting in the streets and start fighting for some money since I've been doing it so long anyway. And I'm like, well, where? Blase, blase. I hooked up with a guy and. Uh, kept at my boxing gym where I've been and then uh, started taking judicial classes. Um, and it just went from there. Um, made my debut uh, a month and a half later. Uh, got another fight uh, that that same year in September. In August. Um, went pro that next month in September um, 2012 and just been rocking ever since. I knew it was just something that I loved. 
to do. I knew it was something I didn't have to think about doing. Um, and then they said they're going to put some money on top of it. And it was just like, oh, the lights just opened up, the clouds. And it was just like, it was my calling. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> um, so when you were a street fighter, gangster, <laughs> I was like, how did you get into a fight? What the heck are you thinking? Like, what happened? It's just, I mean, it's bars. It's after parties. It's guys thinking that they're going to show me that I'm a woman trying to be a man, and they're going to show me that I'm not a man. I was like, no, I'm going to show you. You're going to get embarrassed by a woman, but keep your ass away from me. Bro. Stay away. So, I mean, it's, it's different things that, 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 that come across in the streets where people are uh, – highly intoxicated um pride gets in the way i, I was a very very prideful person mm -hmm. so when when somebody did try to check me or try to act like i was going to be checked then i would let them know that there is no checking me there is no putting me in my place but you can try so a lot of um situations happen like people trying to put me in a place that i never belonged in and i let them know immediately where mm -hmm. i belong yeah mm -hmm. so that's kind of how things happen out there in these cruel, cruel world. <laughs> yeah, wow. So could you share a personal habit or a daily routine that, that contributes to your success? Um, I pray. I pray every day. Um, I thank the Lord every day that I wake up for just being here. Um, every night, you know, I, uh, I ask for forgiveness, you know, for everything that I didn't do that I said I was going to do that day. Um, and just to be a better me every day and, you know, just, just my faith period just allows me to be um, the person I am and um, hold back and put away some of them temptations of this world that, you know, that only seem to find us when we're in our right state of mind, in our place to try to get us back off track. So um, just um, being mindful and, and having my daily meditation and my daily prayers I can say is all has been the main uh, contribution to my success. Um, just keeping my faith and um, knowing that um, I can do anything that I want to do if if I don't self sabotage. You know, a lot of people don't understand that they're they're their own enemy, and I've learned that a long long time ago. That you know I can do whatever the fuck I want to do, and the only person that's gonna stop me is me. So um, that's that's my main thing. God, pretty pretty much is. Um, what I attribute to my success. What was the pivotal turning point that you learned to do that and you kind of, you know, had that switch I, flip? It's just MMA uh, really kind of allowed me to, you know, get off these street fighting. Uh, any other time I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't do anything because, you know, it was in there. And then when you realize you're in a skill um, and you take martial arts serious and you're like, you know, this person doesn't know what you could do to them. So, you know, it's sometimes you, you, you're saving people. Um, and I've saved a lot of people um, coming into MMA and them thinking that they're going to do this and they're going to do that. And then my pride is pushed away and say, you know what, hey, let them think whatever they want. Um, I've learned to think before I act um, a little bit faster now. I let a lot of stuff just roll over my shoulder. Um, I just turn the cheek on people. Um, it's just, just every day, you know, you, I just ask to be more and more patient, um, less and less angry. Um, and that's all I can, all I can do and just every day, every day, you know, you 
come into different challenges and you know those challenges is what makes you um, who you are you know you can't be patient without a situation that's going to come in here and, and mess up your uh, your timing uh, uh, be in the way of something and then you you're forced to be this patient patient just doesn't happen these are lessons that you learn and you go oh that's what patience comes from so it's like everything you have in in front of you prepares you to be the person you want to be. So um, I'm, I'm welcoming to more of these things and uh, these experiences to make me exactly who I want to be. So mm -hmm. I'm just taking each day at a time and just trying to do what I do best. Um, and, you know, I've, 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 I've literally just taken all my pride out. Uh, I don't have anything else to prove to anybody. Um, everything I do is for me. Um, now I'm building a legacy um, for me, my family, and um, the people that I love and the people that I actually care about opinion um, to leave that, to know that, you know, what I've done, I don't have to go back and roll in my grave to try to prove who I am, that I left exactly who I am here on earth. And there's people out here to witness exactly what my legacy is, exactly who I am. Um, without a hater standpoint. So, so far, I think I'm doing actually that I, I have enough people, I think, to, that knows who I am so far, that knows um, my legacy and, and what I will leave. So that's pretty much all I do um, mm. is just try to better myself every day and just be the Joe that I want to be. Yeah. Did, did I see um, you had a loss, a family loss? This just prior yeah, my, my foster mom passed away uh, August 2nd, August 1st, uh, excuse me. Um, and yeah, that kind of, you know, put, you know, almost backed out of the fight. And then I was like, you know, yeah. I don't like to do that. You know, it just, you know, and, and then it's, you know, it's even better, you know, for the fight, you know, mm -hmm. to me. Uh, those things it makes you train a little harder mm -hmm. um, yeah that, giving I mean, you extra eyeballs in your mind to say now this person is watching me mm -hmm. then this here watching you and you know like it's just that extra little little boost of motivation um i think um and so i just said nope we're gonna continue this wasn't the first loss i actually fought a, uh, my cousin died of cancer and i actually went to her funeral and then knocked the girl out my fastest ever. Um, and I dedicated that fight. So that, I mean, that was, I had a funeral the same day I fought. So, you know, as long as I get my mind right and I'm focused back, uh, I can do anything at any time. So that moment, you know, everything was just seemed like it was crashing down on me and, you know, so much in one month, you know, it was just like, you know, what a breakthrough it would be to beat this girl. And then, you know, with so much things against you, and, you know, there's no way I could pass up an opportunity like that either. You know, after trying so hard for tough, knowing in my mind I'm going to be on TV, didn't get that. So it's like, hey, you know, this might be it. Fuck it. We're going to take it. We ain't going to pull out. We're going to do what we do. We're going to make the best of it. And we're going to show the world who we are. And that's what I did. So August 16th, not mad about anything. The world saw. So I showed the world who I was. They know who I am. And it's only going to be. It's only going to be more and it's only going to be better. You know, only get better every, every fight. So all they're going to see is more and more and more, you know, 
Mm. So I'm happy with that. Well, that's certainly some adversity too to work through mentally, <clears throat> you know, as well as physically because you're putting yourself in the cage with a, a fierce opponent, you know. Um, yeah, what it's like, wow, what a mindset to actually kind of, you know, say, yeah, I'm going to go through this after, you know, a, a, such an emotional loss, I'm sure, you know, with your, with your uh, foster mom. You know, she she must have played a, a major role in how you are today. Yeah, yeah. Beautiful woman. You know, always told me to speak my mind. Never told me to, you know, uh, worry about anybody. And anybody's judgment is only one person, you know, that, that, that has that power. Um, just, you know, allow me and, 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 and told me, you know, showed me it was okay to be me. And, and that everybody has something to work on. So, you know, mm. you know, just keep doing you regardless, keep your faith and, you know, and that's it. That's it. So, you know, I, mm. I'm doing exactly that. I'm not going to change for nobody. Uh, I'm going to be the better me. Yeah. Uh, keep doing what I do. And, you know, I just, you know, there was no way I, I wasn't going to be on TV. If she was here, she'd be sitting in her bed. She'd be watching me on TV. So there was no way I, I was going to let her be up in heaven and I'm not going to be on TV that she can't watch. So at the end of the day, I just knew that we had to make it happen regardless, you know? Right. Right. So um, would you say she played a meaningful role in your life's journey and influenced you in a positive way? I mean, that's what it sounds like. That yeah, definitely. Um, yep. Is there anybody else that, you know, um, has been a, a role model for you that, that has helped you along in your journey as a fighter? Uh, it's a lot of my coaches. I attribute a lot of who I am with my coaches and, you know, how they give back. Um, I got so many teachers. I feel like I'm the Aquila and the B um, of Omaha. I mean, everybody has taken me and given me something and taught me something and, and gave me something personal um, for free, you know. Um, and with that and the way of this world, you know, that's something you can't, you know, this world is so greedy. And so when somebody gives you something to give you something because they believe in you or they give you something because they know you need it and you might not be able to afford it if it had a price. Um, those are the people that I love. My coaches, uh, Kurt Madani, Denny Molino, um, uh, my boxing coaches, uh, you know, over at Crawford's gym, you know, those guys um, with that nonprofit gym, they just come in there and they give those kids that stuff for free. And then, you know, just to make, you know, world champions out of these people for free is just amazing because when you go to so many other gyms, you know, it's, a, you know, it's a fee, you know, it's a cost. You, you have to see, you know, if you can do this, should I pay my rent? Should I follow my dreams? You know, um, and those people out there um, give us that, you know, knowing or believing that or just giving, you know, it's the, the art of giving something that, you know, somebody needs for nothing at all. Um, those are the people that inspire me. Those are the people that I love. And those are my coaches. Those are the people I have in my corner. Um, my twin sister uh, is amazing. She um, I got in some trouble a while back. I lost my license. That's still gone. Um, driving under um, DUI um, mm -hmm. took me to all my gyms. 
my girlfriend, uh, the same, you know, uh, just, just looking out for me, um, when I couldn't find a job, you know, uh, I got other little charges, misdemeanors and stuff, violent crimes where, you know, people just wasn't hiring me. Like, well, shit, if she can do that, she might fuck me up. Like, you know, mm-hmm. but I do on my own time. Ain't got nothing to do with nobody else. But, yeah. you know, so, so they just you- looked at me and always had my back. So those are the people, um, my twin sister, you know, is, is, is my rock. It's, that's, that's one person that no matter what is, been holding me down since day one of this journey. Hmm. Did you spend some time in jail? Yeah, plenty of times. <laughs> plenty of times. When did that all start? How old were you? Uh, shit, I was a little bad, little, uh, I went purse snatching when I was like 16 or 16 or 17, running around, snatching purses. So you were well, in foster care most of your young life or, I mean, most of yeah. your off and on, on. yeah. Mm-hmm. And did you have, a, you know, different foster care uh, people? Providers, yep. Providers, yeah. Yep. I don't know much about that. I'm, I'm like, you know, and hearing this, it, it's, it's, um, you know, for a young woman to be in foster care or young child, it, to me, it's like, I just, I can't even imagine like what you had to go through to live through and then and then go through the system you know and everything it's just strength you know strength my family came from a good background um church lady so no matter what happened or anything i went through i knew that somebody had me somebody was looking out for me and i just need to be strong and eventually i'll grow up and if anything happens i will fuck somebody up so <laughs> you know that that was that was the thing that that kept me going. I'm going to be big soon. I'm going to be big soon. You know, hmm. you know, you can only, you know, the things you think about when you're young, you know, you feel helpless, but you know, and you keep in your mindset, which I always did. I will be big. I will be just as big as you I'm going to be big. Then, you know, you stay strong. You I'm strong, you know, and, and I fought, you know, everything. So my whole life, you know, was basically a fight and I had to stay strong. So, I, I don't think I could go through anything and, and not be able to withstand it. You know, I've, I've, I've been through the storm. Yeah. I've I seen mean, the light, so I, I can't complain. I, I won't complain. Right. Now, when you were growing up, I mean, to get into foster care, your, your parents, w- what happened there? How did that happen? How did that transition happen? Oh, I don't know. Uh, they did whatever they did. Pick my mom up. I was with family members, you know, they, you know, Whoever can do what, when they can do it, you know, and you yeah. just get passed around like a sack of potatoes wow. to 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 you stable somewhere, or somebody agrees to the long term or whatever. Mm. Now, so were you together with your sister too? Do they keep the yep. two together? Yep. You didn't step, that's good. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And do you have any other siblings? Yeah, I got five brothers. I got five. My mom had three sets of twins. I got seven brothers and sisters. <gasps> wow. My mom got. Th- Three sets of twins, and I got one big sister. So, yeah, we deep. Wow. Now, is, is are you still close to your mom, your birth mom? Yeah, always. She's oh. a G. <laughs> She's a G. That's cute. Oh, wow. Wow. This sounds just like such a, an amazing story. I'm like, I'm, I'm a bit like awestruck because I'm like, I just hearing what you've been through and then 
where you are now. It's, it's pretty amazing. Um, can you tell, can you share a story in your, in your fight, fighting career where you had it like an aha moment, um, of realization, something that you learned that you were like, Oh, I didn't get that before. Or... Did I lose? Mm, no, I wouldn't say that. Uh, I would say fighting Bobby Joe. I realized that, um, you got to come with something different. Somebody's going to come and match you very, very well. And you just have to be ready for that matchup. You know, mm-hmm. like I said, Cyborg ain't never fought Cyborg. You know, mm-hmm. um, when I fought Bobby Joe, I felt like Josette without the hands was in front of me, you know. So Bobby Joe had the kicks. It was just Josette with kicks was in front of me with Josette, and I'm the one with the hands. So, you know, you will, you will be – matched one day really really good and then that's when your skill will be put on the line and the real test will be made and that's where good fights that's where history is made when real fights are put together and you guys are matched so well and we get to see what's going to happen watching wow wow can can you um tell us a story uh, you know of your on your journey where you experienced failure and what you learned and then how, how you overcame the failure in your life? Uh, I would say like, um, if anything, it'd be like losing weight. I'm just la- just waiting to the last minute, letting other things distract me. Like, you know, my mom died. I, I went in on the fucking full out fucking alcohol bin. You know, I should have been drink. I should have been training for Kayla. But I didn't give a fuck because I didn't know if I was going to fight or not. So it didn't matter. I was getting drunk every day. Mm-hmm. Um, trying to cover up my feelings and, and, and do these things. Um, and then realize, okay, well, I'm going to take this fight. I guess I'll stop drinking now. So, you know, it's these things that, you know, I wouldn't say um, are necessarily uh, failures. Uh, I will say that. And, and, and wasn't looked at it. my failures. I, I can't say are real failures because there's there's no way I tried a hundred percent and then I failed. So and, and those things, uh, everything that I failed at in my life, I, I did half-assed. So anything I lost or anything that didn't go the way I wanted it to, because I half-assed it. Anything I put a hundred percent in, there's no failure at all. Period. Point blank. So if I half-assed something and I fail, um then I realized um, that it, it's me. It's, it's the decisions that I'm doing this. Um, so I haven't had a lot of failures in my life. Um, I've, I've, I've let myself down a lot of times. I've disappointed myself plenty of times. And that's all in me. That's all on me. Um, so with that being said, um, I haven't failed at a lot of things because most of the things I, I, I put my all into it, I put 100% into it. So everything usually comes out exactly the way I want it to. Mm. Sounds like you take radical responsibility and you're very accountable to yourself, which is an awesome mindset. It's an awesome mindset. Even when you, you have your, your own weaknesses and you're moving through your own weaknesses, you know, dealing with your emotions. I mean, it's a tough loss to lose a loved one. Um, and then, and then, you know, kind of being a little bit confused whether or not you want to fight or you're not, you're not a hundred percent. No one's a hundred percent, I think in, in a fight. Um, or some sort of 
competition. That's why it's always amazes me with athletes that uh, compete at high levels like yourself and, um, and they perform under such emotional stresses that, you know, normal people, everyday people that are, you know, fight fans that are watching you fight, they're like, wow, how do they do that? They just lost somebody so significant to them and yet they're performing at this optimum level. And yeah, as human beings, you got to understand that you can't, you can't always be, I mean, you're doing the best that you can in the situations that are being offered to you. So it's pretty amazing that you did come through that. I was wondering if you were going to fight, you know, like I kept looking, I was like, did she already have it or did she drop out? And then when I saw that it was on, I was like, wow, God bless her because that, that takes a lot. It takes a lot to, to willpower yourself to get in there and to do that because getting in the cage itself, even though you want to be there, that's, you know, somebody's going to be trying to take your head off, you know, and, and, and you have to have the, the right mindset to be able to be in that, in that situation inside the cage, the door's closed. Nobody's helping you, you know, yep. you're on your own in there. And uh, Kayla looked like a freaking terror too. I mean, you did too. Both of you scare the shit out of me. But I'm like, I'm like, you know, I'm like to be able to do that with with um, what was going on in your life. It's it's pretty pretty flipping phenomenal. Um, so, what keeps you up at night? Uh, nothing really. My girlfriend. Her attitude. (laughs) 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 And then um, let's see what's next. Uh, What has been the greatest challenge uh, for you to deal with fear, and and then how do you overcome it? Uh, I don't have fear, Uh, so I wouldn't know how to answer that one. Mm. Fear of dying or anything like that? Any sort of fear of dying? No. No. Or Jesus Christ is my savior. Ready to go home. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, can I ask, what was it like being in jail? Boring as fuck. Somebody <laughs> telling me what to fucking do. Like, I got a fucking kid. Oh, man. You got, a, you know, 15-minute phone calls. You got a fucking hour video visit. It was bullshit. I felt captain. I was captain, huh? Mm. Go to bed when you told. I want because disruption just too much. It was it was elementary times thirty. Elementary times thirty. I mean, did you were you able to like you know meditate or connect with you know God or or anything like that? I mean, did you find that you utilize oh. that time for that or? Yeah, that's all you can do. You know, it, 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 yeah, that's all you can do. Is, is look at yourself because every day you got to look at yourself and you know why you're in there and you just look at yourself every day and say okay okay i can't do this again now you know yeah does your twin sister does she does she um do any of the things that you do does she fight or or she no 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 interest <clears throat> no that's fascinating. You know, like when, when you ha- have a sibling, then you, you have two different, complete different personalities. It's so cool. Um, mm-hmm. What are maybe three things that you would say that are essential to your success of leading an empowered life? And I know you said 
let, let's say, you know, one is the, the meditation and uh, what are a couple other things that you do? I'll just say, uh, I don't know. Um, being coachable, um, being able to uh, listen. I think uh, a lot of people can't take criticism. A lot of people can't take um, somebody else's opinion about something um, that may be good because of um, I welcome a lot of things. I welcome um, a lot of people's opinions. I welcome um, anybody wiser than me, older than me, to be younger. I know a lot of younger people that's younger than me. Uh, anybody that can teach me something, I think that's been pretty much um, one of my um, good attributes is just being able to take something, um, sum it up, um, maybe not like how they said it, but um, I'm a very given example type of girl. So I can take what they're saying, and, and even though they said it a certain way, I know what they mean and take that with me. Um, and some things you hold and some things you don't. I know how to – I know the difference between, you know, holding holding on to something and things we don't need to hold on to. Um, mm -hmm. I don't believe in baggage. So, you know, somebody's opinion, it, it won't mean as much to me. That's why I get on Twitter and I get in these fancies with these people on Twitter because, you know, I take your opinion. It means nothing. Um, and I keep it moving, um, while others will, could say that somebody could say the same thing somebody else says to you at period point blank. And that's in life period point blank. And one thing could mean something different and mean a little bit more, but they said the same thing. Um, so, you know, I just, I just, um, I just take things and, um, I appreciate it. So whether it was good or bad, you know, I take that opinion and I appreciate it. And I, and sometimes I use it and sometimes I don't, you know, sometimes it goes straight to the trash, but just the ability to be able to take something from somebody else and then use it in, 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 in a way. Um, I think that's, um, the best thing, um, that I have going that attribute to my, my success is, um, I'm always able to be taught. I, I, I think I know everything, but I know I don't know everything. So you get people to say, you know, that they should. I do think I know everything, but I know I don't know everything. So I'm always trying to learn and learn and get, you know, new advice to, you know, stuff. That's a great assessment. <laughs> I think a lot of people are like that, you know, like I, I think I know it all, but <laughs> I'm willing to learn something new. That's awesome. How do you see yourself as a role model to, um, girls and young women, uh, coming up maybe in the sport or just in general? Um, I just see myself as, uh, an advocate to being yourself, to being strong, um, and not caring about what anybody thinks. Um, I think that a lot of girls will, will, that's what they'll see from me, um, and realize it's not fake. It's not, it's not flowny. It, it, it's not, um, to impress. I do impress. I like people to smile. I like people. Oh, I lost you. 
stand up for it. Um, to just do certain things without a purpose, to just, you know, a comedy show make you laugh, okay, cool. To, to make somebody else laugh at somebody else's expense is not funny. You know, it's a time and a place to do certain things, and I think that the world sees that I do what I do, and the things that I fight for are right on time when it needs to be fought for. I don't do anything unnecessary. I don't move unless I need to move. And I think with that being said, and being exactly true to myself, I think that um, that will be, you know, what the women and the children coming up um, will take from me the most um, and run with. Mm -hmm. um, how important is having resilience and courage in the fight game? I mean, it's, 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 you need it, period, point blank. Too many people going there um, with the mindset that they know they're going to lose. You don't perform it the, 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 the way you, you, you act, you know. So if you're going in there like that, you're timid, you think somebody can hurt you, they're going to hurt you, you know. So you got to go in there and believe in your ability to do whatever you can do. You got to be able to go in there and believe in who you are. And, yeah, there's another person on the outside trying to show you exactly who they are. And so the best who you are is going to be told that night. So with that being said, you know, you just got to go in and believe that you know enough to be able to do and make the outcome that you want. Uh, were you ever told no and, um, and kept from doing something because you felt it was because you were a woman? Uh, that's almost everything in life try to, I mean, that's, couldn't work at a certain job because, you know, I was working at a, a, a packing plant and, you know, my boss didn't want me to show up to Little Mexican, so they didn't want me cutting certain meat because, that you know, that was what the, the Mexicans was doing to make their money. You know, that, that's, everywhere we go, they somebody tries to tell you you can't do something or not even that you can't, they don't want you to, they, you know, it, it, it's, for the sake of the embarrassment of this is what they fucking been paying these guys to do for so many years that they really ain't doing shit. We probably should kind of probably lowball this job because, you know, we had it at a high ball and she going in there and making it look like it was just easy. So, you know, sometimes it's just, you know, you, you, they saving the face for somebody else. So when I've been told no for something, it's because it's somebody else's face that needed to be saved. Mole mole, I like how you said that. Wow. I think a lot of women feel that way. How did you handle those situations? I handled it like there's nothing we can do about it. There's certain things you can do. I learned a long time ago, you know, you fight certain battles. Like I said, if I'm a fight for something, I'm a fight for it. This is not my company. The, the, you know, it's not the thing. The, the, the thing if I go and go hard and fight like Joseph going to fight, next week they're going to have some goddamn excuse of why I'm fired or why I was hostile in the workplace. So I sit back, I let them run their shit like they want to. So when I get my shit, I'm going to run it the way I want to. Yeah, do you feel like um, th there's been that, that kind of, um, uh, oh, that belief that, oh, you're crazy if you show any emotion and you get like irritated because somebody's not doing their job and you oh, yeah. press it, and then you're the crazy I'm always crazy, one. trust yeah. me. I'm always the crazy person. <laughs> I'm always the one going off. She's, I need to calm down. Ma'am, calm down. I'm always her. I said, well, shit, if you think I need to calm down right now, bitch, you don't never want to see me worked up. If you think right now I need to be calm, because this is calm, baby. <laughs>
I can I can say I, I know I felt that way, but probably didn't um, probably kept my mouth shut, you know, because you're typically as a woman, you're like, oh, well, I don't want to rock the boat or I don't want to do this or that. But it's the women that do rock the boat that get change to happen. Right. You know, um, so what what's motivating you now what's next for for you now like what what's what do you want to happen the millie the millie the millie is is is, is motivate me feeding my family is motivating me that's it you know i don't i don't really care about the fame but you know that money and shit that come with it okay i'll take that too you know what i mean i just want them to know who the baddest woman in the world is so you know with this platform that they're giving us right now and the opportunities that pfl is doing um, and all over the globe, you know, the boxing, all that shit, you know, they, they're, they're, they're giving us the opportunity. We just got to get in there and let them know, you know what I'm saying? We should have been out here. We should have been doing it. And I, I think we did that. I think August 16th, let them know, you know, we got that fire in our asses. We ready to, you know, blow some shit up. So, mm. you know, my guys are still over there playing and trying not to get knocked the fuck out. We're going to go in there and, and leave our stuff in, in, in Octagon, you know what I mean? So, um, I just think that, you know, we, we, we about to get it and, and I, I don't have no question about it anymore. You know, I was, I was like, Oh, you know, I want to be in the UFC. Like I don't aspire to be there anymore. You know, with, with the things that PFL got going and then the, the system they have, you know, I for them every year for a million dollars. So I die. Are, are, is PFL, in the UFC and, is PFL going to be offering some sort of tournament next year? Is that what you're alluding yeah. to? Yep. Yep. What, what, what's the, uh, what, what have they been saying to you as a fighter about that? What I just told you that we're going to be fighting for the, do the same situation, the same structure that the guys are doing. They're going to try to get the girls same way. Monetarily money wise. Yeah. The, the whole organization, there'll be a, a women's PFL champ that will win for, I don't know how many weight classes they got. The guys, they got five. I know for sure the 155 will be there. Me, Kayla, and the rest of the 155ers, they're going to have a tournament for us to win a million dollars. I don't know if they're going to do more than one weight class, but they know for sure the 155 late women's weight class will be in tournament next year. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. That's great to hear. I know you've been saying it, but I just wanted it explained so our listeners um, you know, oh, yeah. know and can anticipate that that's what's coming. And even yeah. for some of the other female fighters that are out there, that yes. they say, okay, something to prepare, prepare for. Hit them up. Hit them up. Hit up yeah. PFL. Hit up the matchmakers. Yeah. The PFL, they need a list of names. They need you girls out there. If you're trying to compete for the Millie next year, yeah. the same way. They're doing it just like the guys. Y'all can go Google the um, PFL structure, the tournament style. You can Google all that. Um, you, you're getting money off top spear point blank. Um, every fight, I'm thinking, is at least 10 grand and up. Um, onto bigger money, onto bigger, um, bigger things. So everything you can go and Google their structure and how they're doing it. it it's, it's really amazing. It's just like tournament style, basketball, football. It's, it's going nuts. It really is. Oh, I'm going to have to look it up because I haven't yet. I'll have to look it up and uh, find out a little bit more about it. I, I, um, the first time I ever heard of them was probably because Kayla, um, actually signed with them and she used to train at um, the gym here in Boston, uh, Sitiatong, for a little while. She, she kind of started out there and then she moved to, uh, you know, top team. 
But um, this is really cool. This is great news for women's mixed martial arts. It sounds awesome. So any, any parting words of wisdom or a shout out to anybody that you'd like to give? Uh, I want to shout out the Lord Jesus Christ, uh, my savior, uh, my sister, my girlfriend, my mom, uh, my team. Uh, shout out the whole Omaha, Nebraska. You already know what it was. You know, I came to put it in on the map. Uh, I want to thank all my sponsors um, that's been holding me down from jump. Y'all, y'all the best. Um, constantly believing in me, um, having my back, and helping me out. You know, um, where I was less fortunate. Um, I want to thank all the fans out there uh, that's been sticking with me, uh, being there. I want to thank all my haters, big ups haters. Um, I want to thank. Um, I want to thank you, Shelly, for bringing me on today. Uh, letting people get to know a little bit more about the Headbuster. Um, to you know, everybody out there, just follow your dreams. Um, there is always going to be uh, distractions, setbacks, and all that. You know, go through your little spiel. Do what you need to do. Uh, I'm going to give you all 48 hours. Don't go over, over about 40. 72. 72. Okay, let me go a little. Let me go. 72. Get your head back in the game. Get your mind right. Keep yourself around everybody that believes in you, everybody that loves you. You have to be around love. Otherwise, that hate going to come out. Um, keep yourself surrounded by the people that want the same thing as you want. Uh, you know, you, you you know, you you gotta you gotta you gotta peel people peel people off. You know that 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 ain't in the direction that you're going. You know, uh, we'll make our own setbacks. You do that. You pick yourself back up. And you keep it moving, but don't allow any outside people to drag you down to get hold of you. Um, just live your life like you got one. Um, and we all we all fall down. Just know that that, that down you're only looking up. So. If you keep your eyes and your perspective is that glass is always half full, then you'll be straight. You know what I mean? If you're looking at what you ain't got, then you always want something more. Be happy and blessed you already got and what he's already blessing you with. And I'm telling you, it, it ain't nothing but more and more and more is coming. God bless everybody out there. I appreciate y'all for taking time to tune in and getting to know, you know, the people's champ. <laughs> the number one head buster. <laughs> Thank you so much, Joseph, for being on the show. Really a pleasure to, to learn more about you. And, and I'm sure our listeners are going to have fun listening to this particular podcast. Really, really a pleasure having you on the show. Thanks again. Thank you, baby. You have a good day. You too. Enjoy your vacay. <laughs> hey, so wow, huh? That was Josette Cotton, the number one headbuster. Wow, that was really something uh, to face, you know, so much adversity in your life and, and then to make something of yourself and, and to, you know, persevere and to move forward in your life, especially to her, you know, this recent fight against Kayla Harrison um, after, you know, uh, a, a major loss in her life, you know, losing, losing her foster mom, um, you know, and that was just, you know, you know, a week or so, two weeks before the fight. And, um, you know, putting yourself, putting your head back in the game to get in and step in the cage against somebody who's a really, you know, tough athlete and tough opponent. So, um, yeah, I definitely applaud um, Josette. Uh, what an amazing woman she is and really a true, true warrior and a heart of gold, obviously, after listening, her, listening to her today. I hope you enjoyed this podcast today. I'm Shelly Devine, and I am the host and founder of Evolve Women's MMA. 
And um, I hope you will, you know, join us and listen to these podcasts because they are about women who are really defining and shaping um, our culture by stepping into the cage. They are symbolic of what we endure as women on a daily basis, only they are putting themselves out there in an arena that is, you know, pretty much out of most of our comfort zones. And that's what this is about, is really stepping beyond your comfort zone and changing perceptions and, you know, changing people's thinking about what women can do and what they will do to, you know, pursue their dream. So if you like what you heard today and are eager to hear more, please remember to subscribe and to download on iTunes, maybe even, you know, leave a a review and let me know what you think or give us a shout out on Facebook. Um, really would love to hear uh, how you like the show and what we could do, you know, what, what you want to hear more about. That would be really awesome. And then, too, I, I have this great little um, three-part video series that it's, you know, it's an email collector. It's so I get your email so you can get, um, you know, my weekly podcast for free. But then there's also this 10x your energy without destroying your body. And these are, you know, it's a little three-part video series um, that teaches you how to 10x your energy, how to have a really good mindset, how to, you know, move your body in a great way that's going to energize you. Um, So check it out. You can um, get a hold of that. It's on the website, evolvewmma.com. And you can also, um, you know, follow us on Facebook, backslash, I love WMMA. This is Shelly Devine. Until next time, thanks for listening.